Hi, this is Linda Burton and Cody in. And this is Leslie Bracero with also, and also in English means there. And I happen to be wearing my Chicago Bears shirt in Woo! honor of the Chicago Bears. <laughs> and as me with short sleeves on, I'm in California. <laughs> I'm in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> We're here today to do an episode on taking care of our parents. And that's why we also did it with the dogs because I'm house. <laughs> okay. I'm dog sitting. <laughs> I am dog sitting. And it was a learning experience just dog sitting. Of It's harder than having a child. <laughs> Especially if you're not a dog person. Linda is not a dog person. I am not a pet person. You know what? If it wasn't my son's. <laughs> she threw him down. I'm not going to tell everybody. <laughs> Darius, if you're out there, you're mine. It was an accident. He jumped. He was to jump. So, but this episode is about taking care of our, our parents. Um, and just the experience of how we are at that age that um, taking care of our parents and the responsibility of that. And I know, um, Leslie, you're going through a lot. So do you want to go first, kind of just talking? Or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. So with me, um, the hardest part with me of taking care of my parents is being out of state, um, being from Illinois and doing everything on the phone. Now, there was a time um, I was blessed to have a job or be able to travel back and forth every three months. And I was able to see them for a couple of years every three months. But now with the coronavirus and everything going on, I'm not able to. So everything is more on the phone or um, on, you know, Zoom or, you know, it's a, just a different way. And it's, it's trying to get used to that. That's a big change. The other part is um, just issues and problems that might be going on, trying to handle it this way. And having um, a, my mom that has dementia and dealing with that of talking and then she forgot that we talked at all and then, you know, call me back saying, why you didn't call me today? <laughs> it's it's kind of hard. Um, luckily my father's doing good, but a couple of years ago it was even dealing with him with cancer. Um, was hard, you know, of not being there for them. So I think um, learning how to cope and deal with that and luckily having a job allowed me to do that. Was uh, uh, was able to um, travel without a problem and, and be able to be there for them. So that's how it is for me. What about you, Leslie? Well, Linda, that's beautiful to hear because I know both your parents and they're very near and dear to me growing up, you know, with you and in your home. Um, the hard part for me is that now the tables are turned. You know, when we were kids, our parents cared for us. Mm -hmm. um, and now it's our responsibility to care for them. My mother, she was so independent, so independent up until like the last six years. She lived in New Jersey. After I got married, I moved my mother back here and I wanted her to be close to me. So I moved her in my home. Um, and so during that time period, it was great. Mama was with us. We went places. We always, we went out to eat. It was the three of us, my husband, my mom, and I. So we always did things together, but then she had some health issues as the years progressed. 
And with those health issues, it caused uh, more responsibility to fall on me. Now, thankfully, my husband is so gracious and kind that he allowed me to be there for my mom. Um, but it was putting a strain on my marriage because naturally you have responsibilities at home and I wanted to be there for my mother as much as possible. So the time came um, and I was very, very blessed. We had some beautiful ladies that would come in and care for my mom during the day, but at night she was by herself. And those ladies were like, like surrogate daughters to her because they did everything for my mom because she had gotten to the place that she required so much help, physical help. Now, mentally, she's sharp as a tack. She'll still have her little her little quirky ways and her little funny comments and stuff like that. But physically, it got a toll on her, and which was very hard for her emotionally because my mother did everything. She would drive from California to Illinois, and Illinois to California, New Jersey to Illinois. I mean, my mother was, as she called herself, the queen of the road. So she started to see herself in a different light. And that took a toll on her emotionally because she no longer was able to do the things that she did and that she enjoyed doing. So as time went on, I saw that my mother could no longer even live by herself, even though she had support during the day. So we moved her into an assistant living facility. She didn't stay there long because she fell and she had broken her hip. So that caused more complications. And um, then we had to move into a, a more restricted assisted living facility where it had more help built in. That took another toll on my mom emotionally because she saw herself just going down, down, down. Um, and as a daughter, you want to be there for your parents. You want to, at least in my case, I wanted to do whatever I could do for my mom. And I said to myself, I said, I'm not going to be the one that when she passes, because we all are going to go, you know, pass away. If she passes before me, I'm not going to say, I wish I did this. Right. I wish I did that. Um, I can say I was the best daughter that I could be, you know, with what I had. Mm -hmm. And I was very, and am very blessed that my husband is who he is because he sees the value in my relationship with my mom. We talk all day, every day about nothing. I'll pick up the phone and say, mama, what you doing? Nothing. What you doing? Nothing. I mean, it's just what we've done. And my husband would say, you're talking to your mama again, because that's, we were just that close. And um, so that was hard for me to see that now I, the roles were reversed. I had to care for her. I had to take her to her doctor's appointments or make sure her meals were prepared or, you know, her clothes were laid out or her medicines were in place so that, you know, she had all of her meds and she had all of the other necessities that was important for her, both physically and emotionally. Um, but it wasn't easy. I'm not gonna tell a lie, it's not easy because the hardest part is to see them go that way. Yes. Especially when they were so strong. My yes. mom was like a little hero for me. She was always, always so strong. And now to see that she's not strong, it's, it, it's, it's been hard for me. So that's the only thing, but I can say this with all honesty that I don't regret it. I don't regret one moment of everything that I've done for my mom. I don't regret one moment that um, we spent together I'm thankful for the time and the years that we've had 
-hmm. And even in this stage in her life, I'm thankful that, you know, I can be there for her. And she told me, she was like, Leslie, I want to make sure you're okay. I don't want to leave and you're not okay. I said, mama, don't worry about me. I'm going to be okay. See here, she's at this stage in her life and she's saying she doesn't want to leave because she wants to make sure I'm okay. I'm like, mama, I'm going to be okay. You know, I, and mama, I know you're going to be okay because I'm going to see you again. You're going to be in heaven. You're going to be with the Lord. You're going to be in a far better place than we are right now. Yes. So I know I will see you again. And that's what brings me peace. That's what brings me hope. Um, but naturally the human side of me, I'm a, miss my mother on this side of life because like I said, all day, every day, I call my mom. And if she doesn't call me, I'm calling her. Hey mama, what's going on? Are you okay? I'm just checking in. I know you are Leslie, I'm okay. Yeah. There was a period a couple of years ago um, I had a really hard time because within a four year period, I lost um, seven different family members and three different friends. Oh, and it was like well, every six months and, and sometimes shorter. And it was like too much too fast. Yeah, and yeah. The, the relatives, um, it was just so much going on. Mm -hmm. And majority of them knew me I knew them my whole life. They knew me, not what people see on the videos, not what people see me at work or different things like that, or my neighbors, they knew me. Yeah. They knew who I was when I, when I didn't know anything to yeah. teaching me and helping me form to the woman I am today. You know, they taught me to love myself, to be strong, to just everything that make me who I am. Yeah. And they start passing away so quickly that I, I, it just messed up my mind a little bit. It's like, I didn't even want to meet anybody new because I didn't want to have to deal with, okay, I'm going to lose you too. You know what I mean? Just that, that stage of it and everything. And knowing um, we know that's the circle of life. We know, I know they're older and they were there and, you know, they raised me that in the circle of life, they're supposed to pass before we do. I know that, but knowing in your mind and, 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 and feeling it in your heart, it takes time for it to, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, God is good. You know, all this stuff is going to happen. You know that, you know it. Yeah. But your emotions and your feelings and your, you know, your everything else, it, it takes time for it to catch up with each other. Yeah. You yes, know? It, yes, it does. Yeah. yeah it does. I remember talking to my cousin when we were talking about this situation and she said, um, it doesn't matter if they can live 180 years. If they, if they leave us, we're still going to miss them. Mm -hmm. We're still going to know that they're no longer on this side of life. And that's the human side. But you know, Linda, and I got to say this, because the Lord is so good. Even through this all, he had been preparing me, you know, preparing me, preparing my heart, um, giving me different scriptures and waking me up in the wee early of the mornings just to speak to me about things. Mm -hmm. And this last scripture he told me in, in Psalm 16 and 9, and it says, my flesh shall rest in hope. Mm. And I said, okay, hope is very powerful. And I thought about 
the hope of eternal life. And I said, that's good. And that's good, Lord, because I know I'm going to see my mom again. I know that. I personally led my mom to the Lord. I wanted to make sure she was right. I was like, mama, we gonna pray. I mean, I knew she had a relationship with God, but in my heart, I needed that closure. Mama, yeah. we gonna pray, mama, let's, let's pray. But I know that um, you're right, Linda. It's, it still doesn't, it doesn't solve the thing. It doesn't resolve it, so to speak, because the human side, I don't wanna let her go. That human side. Mm -hmm. Try not to cry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's being real. You know, this is emotional of, of, of talking about this, especially when it's different stages of it, you know, of, of what we're going through with our parents, you know. Well, I got to tell you what my mom would say. That's why I said, I'm trying not to cry. She said, Leslie, don't cry because you cry ugly. <laughs> you do. <laughs> and I'm trying not to cry because I don't want to be ugly. <laughs> it's okay. I cry ugly too. <laughs> I think we all do. I mean, ugly cry. So, but it's the different stages that we're going through. Somebody already lost their parents, or someone. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different stages it's going through, and you really don't know. I mean, I mean, we're blessed that we're knowing what's going on with our parents. There are some people that don't know and, and don't know where they're at with them. So I am I'm glad that I had the opportunities before the virus to keep going every, you know what I mean, every three months, four times a year to see her. Yes, I, I, I truly love and appreciate my husband because it still comes out like a thousand each time out of our, our financial income. Yeah. But it's still worth it. I mean, like, even we have to do it all again, that 4,000 a year is still worth it. You know, that that we're, I'm, I don't regret it. And like you said, I never want to say I could have, I should have, I wish I would have. Those are not healthy words. Those don't bring life. Those don't bring healing. So it's to the point that while you can make amends, while you can do what's right, while you can do all that you can, so you won't have to have any regrets or any any feelings that you wish you would have done more, that you know, I know with my heart, I did all I can. Yeah. Now with the virus going on in her, in her stage, it, it's not the same. Like she doesn't remember, I talk, I call her every morning and she doesn't remember that, you know? Now my father does, and if there's a day that I forget, he'll remind me that I forgot. <laughs> He's like, Miha, you did not call me. <laughs> like, Miha, come on. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, because I think I did and I didn't. I'm like, okay. So, but you get a routine. Like, my routine is while I'm driving or if I'm home that day while I'm fixing lunch. So they know around what time I call, you know. But um, it's that opportunity of realizing this is our last chance in some ways to say goodbye, to be there for them, to thank them. Or if you don't have a good relationship, get healing. Yes. 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 So um, I, I really think, you know, this episode is good to, to just help people get closure with their parents. Yeah, that's true, Linda, because we only have one mom and one dad. And I, I know my 
parents weren't perfect. Nobody's parents are. Mm -hmm. But I don't hold anything against my mother. I don't hold anything against my dad because they were responsible. They were the seat, the ones that brought me into this world. And yes, they made mistakes. Yes, they did things that I look back and I'm like, really? But it's okay because I've done things. Right. It causes people to pause and say, really? <laughs> so my thing is this, whatever we do, do it in love. Whatever we do, walk in forgiveness because that's powerful. Yes. You know, I remember someone saying that um, when you forgive, it's like drinking, when you are unforgiving, it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yes. So if we are going to be unforgiving, the only one that is going to be hurt is us. So I choose to walk in forgiveness. I choose to walk in love and it really is a choice. Yeah. It's a choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you're the one that's having that bitterness and your health is going to get messed up you know what I mean? You're, it's right. higher for heart attacks and high blood pressure and all this other stuff and they're sleeping good and you okay. can't sleep and they yeah. don't even know you have an issue <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> like what's the point you know yeah. so exactly. but yeah, yeah. It's, it's to the point of you know this is the time because you don't some people don't get a second chance no no we don't we don't get a second chance once you go you go <laughs> And how you die is how you rise. So we definitely want to die right. <laughs> so, okay. Is there anything else you want to share or talk about? No, I think I think we said enough, Linda. I think um, it's so important to just, and I always end it like this. It's important to just walk in love, just to love each other the best way we can. No one's perfect. No one has made all the right decisions. No one has said all the right things. But one thing we can do, we can choose to be forgiving. We can choose to be loving and we can choose to be kind, regardless of how it's going to be uh, received. Yeah. Well, we're only responsible for our actions. When at the end of the time, I only can be, I'm only responsible for me. That's right. I'm going to be asked, why did she do this? Why did she do this? They don't want to hear. He doesn't want to hear because of, no, I'm still responsible. I know right from wrong. And I know how we're supposed to treat people. Just because people mistreat me does not allow me to mistreat them. That's right. And we can't use that as an excuse anymore. Just because your parents wasn't there the way you wanted to or the way you needed them to be, yep. doesn't make it okay for you not to be there for them. That's you know, right. So it's, it's, it's different for everybody, but at the, end of, at the end of the day, you're responsible for your, your actions. That's good, Linda. So. That's good. Mm -hmm. Good. So you want to say your famous quote? Of course. You know, guys, I hope you like this episode. And you know, the thing, the purpose behind this is just to remind us that it's all about life's lessons and laughter and love and what to make relationships that last. And if you like this episode and you wanna see more episodes like this, please be sure to subscribe to this channel, hit that like button, and I promise you, you will not regret it. Yes. Until then, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.